recession-proof your entrepreneurial mindset. Marcy McDonald is an escapee from the corporate world where she worked with hundreds of top experts. Now she has poured her experience into a unique transformational coaching program for professionals and entrepreneurs who want to shift their mindset so they can stop wasting time and start making money. Her proprietary process of numbering your days while changing your self-talk is a key to unlocking lasting change and making every day count. She has a track record of helping clients break through whatever has been holding them back. Marcy is also a guest expert on season two of the reality TV show, Four Days to Save the World. In addition, she's the author of Build Happiness, Change Your Perspective and Change Your Life, and the creator of the unique coaching tool, Unblock. Most recently, she was a contributing author to the internationally best-selling series, Transform Your Life, Volume 5. Please welcome Marcy McDonald. All right. Welcome, everybody, to Money 911. And we talk about health, wealth, and peace of mind and how much your mindset affects your money because money's just energy, right? And I want to welcome my beautiful guest, Marcy McDonald. And we're talking about recession proof, your entrepreneurial mindset, right, Marcy? Let's go get them. All right. You know, daily. All day long. I think, you know, you're really good at bringing that conversation out about self-talk because we have this little voice inside of us all day. You're going to fail. You're going to do this. This is going to work. You know, always it's negative self-talk. And over the decades, I've learned and I still work on that process of how I shift those negative self-talk and shift them into really as a creative way to propulse, you know, push myself forward. So I'm excited to talk to you today about self-talk working for you again instead of against you. Which it can definitely do, Chris, as long as you're aware of it and in charge of it, which most of the time we're not. Right. And, the, you know, the voice is so limiting and, and it's really unhealthy. It's I look at now how much of my life I spent in that negative self-talk and all the time that I spent worrying. So talking to my younger self or people that are listening. Take heed because this, it may seem like something you might have heard before, but there's so much value in learning how to control the self-talk or shift, right? So maybe you could share with us what you do to shift that self-talk. Well, I do a lot of things, Chris, but I'll tell you that most people aren't aware that they have negative self-talk. Part of it is that negative self-talk shows up in so many different ways. So it might be very direct beating yourself up. I'm not good enough. I'm going to fail. I'm fat, whatever it is. Some of it is very indirect. I'm not going to land this client. I'm not worthy. Some of it is about what seems like other things. My husband is driving me crazy. If I have to listen to him one more time, I'm going to go out of my mind. That's a kind of negative feedback loop that goes on in our heads. And we get so accustomed to the way we're talking to ourselves that we don't even hear it. 
And what we cannot hear, we cannot change. So Absolutely. if it's not neutral or supportive, then it doesn't have any business in our lives, really. Right. You know, I really didn't know that until maybe my fifth decade, that when I had to go out of myself, write a book, right, take 25 years of my business and put it in a book and a challenge. I'm not, you know, I'm not a writer. I'm not this. I'm not that. I'm not a speaker. I've been speaking for three decades. But all of those things coming in. And I realized, it, you know, when I really sat down with it, it's really little things from, you know, when like five, I was still five years old and my reactions of people like, does she like me? Am I good enough? You know, when you take time out of your busy life and listen, the spirit will show you because that little Marcy say, you don't really hear it. You're all busy, all caught up and you're in, you're in this and you're that. And, but when you take time out of your life and listen, you'll be guided and you'll hear that. And then you can learn the different things to do to shift that talk. And it really makes a difference, right? Of being a, you know, a successful business person or someone in relationships or whatever you're trying to accomplish. Yes, because we don't realize a couple of things. One is we don't realize how much energy negative self-talk takes up. It's like you decide to walk down a beautiful country road and you start out with a good pair of shoes and socks, all good intentions, but then you decide I'm going to take off my shoes and socks. I'm going to walk barefoot and I'm going to throw broken glass in front of me, but I'm going to continue down the same road. Only I'm going to pretend that I'm not barefoot walking on glass that I put there myself. <laughs> that takes a lot of energy right, to be able to right. do that. And that's what that's like all the time when you have that negative self-talk. It's sucking up your energy like nobody's business. So it's very hard then to concentrate on the things you need to do in your business, in your relationships, for yourself, just to be having a, a useful and productive and satisfying life day to day. Yeah, and you know that that's really a good a good example of that. We really are putting the glass in front of us, and you wonder why you're exhausted at the end of the day, right? <laughs> right. But, right. And you didn't do anything, but right. you sat there and received it, received the negative talk. So, in you know. I'm looking now, you know, I'm in my sixth decade and I'm proud of it. But as I'm going through this life journey and even the regret of, oh, I wish I didn't worry as much. Well, thank God that I did so that I got to this point. Even shifting the what we call the disappointments. And a lot of people are having to shift through big disappointments of maybe they lost their business. Maybe they're having to start over, you know, going through all that we've gone through for the last few years in a pandemic. A lot of people are having to shift through a lot of disappointments. How do, how, what do you tell people to do? How do, how do you get people out of that stuck well, place? <laughs> that's interesting because I just retitled my book to unstuck yourself. Boom. So, <laughs> all right. Um, so here's the thing. First of all, it's all about perspective. So on the one hand, you have people saying, Oh my God, my business went crazy during the pandemic. And now as I face the recession, it's, I'm, I've been nimble. I've been flexible. I've shifted this and that. And it's better than ever. That's perspective. That's mindset. Whereas other people are saying, Oh, you know, my business has fallen apart. I hate my job. I hate what I do. Yada, yada, yada. That's mindset. That's perspective. So I, I just want to give a very concrete example of what it means to shift perspective through a story. A number of years ago, my son and I were running an organic 
avocado ranch and rare fruit ranch. And when we bought the place, there was a huge Quonset hut filled with tools and parts to everything you might, that might ever break down on a farm. And the washer and dryer were in the Quonset hut, shoved in a corner with rows and rows of tools and filthy equipment and everything right up against the washer and dryer. So when I did the wash, which I had to haul down from the house, I'd go in and I'd have to like bend my whole body trying to wedge the clothes in the washing machine and then grit them out without dropping them or having them touch anything. I did this for like nine months, Chris. And then <laughs> every day cursing. And one day I thought, oh, I don't have to do it this way. I could move the washer and dryer. They're mine. I own them just like I own my emotions or my feelings or my actions. And I just, I put down the laundry basket. I hauled those babies out and I turned them so that you could just put the laundry, <laughs> take it out, put it in the dryer. <laughs> Amazing. That is shifting our perspective. And that's the same thing with your mindset. How are you looking at the recession? How are you looking at your business? How are you looking at yourself within it? If you look at it as an opportunity to be more nimble, nimble, to be responsive to your clients right now who are going through similar feelings, how can you make that work for you? It's all a matter of shifting your perspective. So that's a huge place of where I start with my clients, Chris, is understanding the possibility of what can happen for you when you are willing and able to shift your perspective about what you're thinking, doing, and saying, and feeling. All of yeah. it's possible once you recognize that it's possible. It's a right. beautiful, amazing thing. That is beautiful and amazing. And and it's something else. I mean, just like the washing machine. You know, I just had that happen to me, something similar the other day. I mean, there it is right in front of me. All these years, I've always done it that way. Right. It's like, it's a lot easier. Just put it over there. <laughs> really. And, and that's how easy it is. You know, you got to be like a child, right? It isn't, you know, being in the truth, living in the spirit. It is not like a, it, but our brains make everything so complicated. We were born into the, yeah. to that way of thinking. But right. it really is kind of like two states of mind, right? It, it is two states of mind. Understanding that if it's not working, you don't have to keep doing it again. That's a huge paradigm shift. So this and, is one of yeah. my tips to people who are worried yeah. about the recession. Right. Pay attention to what's working and what's not. If it's not working, stop it. Right. Stop it. Do Let it go. Different. Let it go. It, right. I learned this actually. I've been a writer in most of my career, actually. And early, early on, I was a very sensitive, tender-hearted person. And when I first started writing for newspapers and magazines, well, of course, I get my copy back with red ink everywhere or words taken out. My precious, you know, right. not looking for a time right. for that. Your baby. And, and one day I realized, oh, I'm not going to get any better if I don't listen to the criticism. I might not always agree, but I certainly can't get better unless I at least consider that they might have something useful to say. Huge paradigm shift, right? Just right. open yourself up to if it's not working, do it differently. Right. If somebody tells you something, take out the judgment, see if there's something of merit there. Right. And it's kind of like a treasure hunt. 
where, you know, the spirit leaves all these, like, if you learn to listen, you go, okay, go right. And then there's a little gift of staying in mm-hmm. the present because if you get out ahead of yourself, right? So now people are sitting there and they turn on the negative news and, you know, one minute, you know, we're almost in a depression and the next minute it's this and that and wars and rumors of wars and all these different things that could make you feel pretty bummed out. And, and we are in a recession that it's not a, you know, Technically, it is that, but it's a recession, but it's really how you can make it abundant. So, and that's what I learned in 2008. It -hmm. wasn't that I was so smart, but I did what we're talking about. And my business skyrocketed. Of course, I only use safe money. I'm not in the stock market and those kinds of things. But I meant mindset wise, okay, here's an opportunity. And like you said, if this isn't working, let it go so that there's room for something else, right? Right, exactly. Perfectly put. And I was using the example of 2008 earlier with someone else about how you could attach a bunch of negative feelings to just the word 2008 for those of us who had to scramble to deal with it. Or you could say, yeah, it was It was a challenging time, which right there is better than saying it was horrible. It was challenging. And instead of saying, oh, it was the worst work period of my life because I worked 80 to 90 hours a week for five years, or I could say I worked really hard during that period, but I had the opportunity to learn so many different skills because so much more was thrown in my lap than was my original purview. It was amazing how I came out from that. So perspective, right? And Mm -hmm. also, I just want to throw out there because People, it's not just a matter of finding a fresh perspective. It's also a matter of maintaining a clear headed perspective. So one of my first tips for people who are getting swept away by the news is stop watching the news, limit the news, stop doom scrolling, and then stop hanging around with people who are doom scrolling who just want to talk about how everything is awful because that makes it very difficult to maintain your clear-headed perspective that this is just what's happening. That's just a fact. But here's what I can do about it. Here's what I can choose to feel about it. Exactly. You, I mean, I'm a firm believer and, and prospering, it isn't, oh, it isn't just money related. Just mm-hmm. the richness of the state of mind that you're talking about is the wealth and the community and the family. And even if you don't have family, even if it, they've all passed away, there's a way to find that wealth. But I know a lot of people, a lot of people have lost their sense of purpose, their focus, uh, so many, sp- you know, they are in that fear of what about this and what about that? And, and so it stops them from being able to move forward. Unfortunately, it takes a shock to get people to move forward mm-hmm. unless, right? Unless there's something in there that they're listening to, to make them make that move, right? Right. So Chris, we've talked a little behind the scenes about how I have a service business of being an end of life doula, which is someone who helps people come to peace with their lives, with the passing, practically, spiritually, and emotionally. You know, how do you, how do you manage that? And because of that, I deal with people who are wrestling with regrets that they have about their lives, but they have very little time to do something. Mm. about that. And I helped them reframe it. But that is why I ended up combining a look at your life as if this is your last day, which I call Mm. numbering your days. I front load all my coaching with that. Because as long as you feel like you have all the time in the world, 
And despite COVID, a lot of people still feel like they have forever to make decisions or make things better or travel or whatever it is that's on their bucket list in all aspects of their life. You don't really have forever. For all you know, you just have today. So saying you're going to do something or take care of something or build your business, someday is the same as saying no day. When you put that in perspective and imagine your life as if this is your last day, it helps you shift from that mindset of I'll get around to it whenever, or I can succumb to the doomsday feeling, or I've lost my sense of purpose because it shifts you to understanding that today is precious. Today is an amazing gift. When you feel that way, you recalibrate all your sensibilities so that you refine your purpose within how you're going to live each day with intention. And so I don't care if I'm working with you because you're struggling to focus on your business. We're still going to start there because it will give you incredible clarity about what really matters to you and urgency about going ahead and doing the things to be fulfilled in your life that you need to do on a daily basis. Well, well put, really. And I really like the way you said recalibrate. What, you know, what an honorable profession helping people in the transition of life. I don't believe in death, but there is a transition. And when I went through that with my mommy and daddy and my husband and, you know, nobody taught us about how to grieve or even do the process. Yeah, it's true. Right. It's it's so needed. I mean, that is such a, you know, mission in itself because it could help so many people as because it can be a really invigor, it can change your life for the better. It can, you can take all the gifts that you receive from those people and bring them into your new life as you're making your transition through life. Yeah. And it's very, it's very, very powerful. Um, yeah. as I said, I mostly do it as service. Um, it's if so I'm beautiful. involved for longer than I will charge, but putting the, what I've learned from that into my coaching so that people live now. Yeah. So that they don't end up in regret later. That's really the core of my purpose. Right. You, you had a a thing that you were talking about, which hit me as being an overachiever and you feel guilty when you take time out. Uh Right. And, and what we, you know, attribute success or not, you know, finally, and it took me decades to like, okay, I'm going to take Sunday off, go away from the computer, go out in the garden. My husband used to tell me that all the time, right? And I never did it. It was like, no, I got to do this and I got to do that, you know? But then that was life-changing and Mm -hmm. balancing, right? Grounding and balancing. It is. Yeah, there are times when we have to work a lot, let's face it, you know, when you're building a business or whatever. But especially if you're, you know, if you're building an entrepreneurial business and you're networking and you're trying to make calls and you want to connect to as many people as possible, it's very tempting to leave your calendar open all the time, just in case someone wants to talk to you. But what I found very quickly when I started my own business is that I still need to have a healthy life. That's part of why I became an entrepreneur as opposed to staying in corporate so that I could control my life. But being an entrepreneur can control you if you don't calendar out your time. So if you look at my calendar every day, there's walk my dog and there's workout. That's the given. And I also break out an hour and a half for lunch every day because I don't want to ever eat through lunch again. <laughs> I, I used to eat three meals a day at my corporate job. Oh. Forget that. There's what's worth the joy of Mudville for there. You know, I, 
it's about being able to be present. Now, I might shift it. I might decide I have an opportunity to talk to a client or network or whatever, do a podcast. So I'll shift that, but it stays on my calendar. And I recommend that to everybody out there because especially as you start to worry and live in fear about the economy, it's very tempting to break your calendar wide open so that you can stay working till midnight or whatever. You're not actually being productive during that time, my friends. You're just draining the battery. Battery must be recharged. So set aside Even if you do have to work long hours, set aside those times for those breaks where you recharge, where you connect. Nobody ever gets to their deathbed and says, oh, I wish I'd spent more time working. (laughs) Doesn't happen. So yes, we have to work hard. We have to be flexible. We have to be able to pivot. But we also have to make sure that we prioritize taking care of ourselves because it's a long, lonely, difficult road being an entrepreneur. You must feed your spirit and your body in order to keep up with it. That's right. And it's amazing how much more you get done when you do do that. I used to think, oh, if I do that, then it's going to take me so much longer. But then now I come back and I've got it all done. Yeah. <laughs> what I was worried about. It's, it, it's amazing. Maybe now I wanted to, you know, have everybody be able, why don't you let everybody know how to get in contact with you and tell them about you have a new book coming too, right? Do you want to share that? Sure. Yes. So the best way to find me is, first of all, I'm on LinkedIn, just Marcy McDonald. Feel free to connect with me. And you can find me on selfmasterytransformation.com. That's my website. I call it that because I believe everybody has within them the power to change their lives to be however they want it to be, as long as they have the right tools and the right guidance. So my job as a coach is not to hold your hand for the next 20 years just to get some more money out of you. (laughs) My job is to teach you how to do this yourself. So I'm fortunate enough to have been part of a collaborative book in the spring on transformation. I mean, in the fall on transformation, which hit the international bestselling list within five days in 20 categories. And the same publisher, Cy Blackburn, uh, is publishing my new book due out probably March called Unstuck Yourself. Daily practice with the right tools will change your life. And you guys are the first people to hear the name of that book. Woohoo! Um, All yeah, right. Just ready to go into design. So I hope in this, I hope we will have connected by then so you can be one of the first people to receive it. Thanks nice. for asking, Chris. Absolutely. I can hear a little song about getting un- unstuck <laughs> yourself. <laughs> I hear this. I hear this. I write songs. I can hear the song now. Okay, well, well, I might hire you to tap dance on the street. Um. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So maybe, maybe you could share with everybody if a, a tip um, that you want to leave everybody with right now. All right, here's something just so important, Chris, especially given what we've been talking about about having the, you know, the right and emotionally healthy mindset. So I, I don't like to say limit your mindset to your money mindset or your relationship mindset or any of those. The umbrella is an emotionally healthy mindset. Everything fits under there. So this is really important as we deal with the recession, as we try to keep our businesses going, our perspective clear-headed. And that is that don't take things that don't work personally. This Mm. is a mindset issue. An emotionally healthy mindset is able to separate out Something that happens, a fact, a thing, from how you feel about it. 
when you try something, so for instance, just for me, I, I'm a business, I'm an entrepreneur. In the fall, in the fall, I tried running a workshop, I mean, a course that I'd given live in the spring that did great. It had an amazing impact. I was so excited about it. I ran it again in the fall and nobody wanted to take it. Well, just in those six months, enough things had changed in the economy to make people feel less like investing that amount of money, less like spending that much time. They were looking for quicker fixes. So I could have internalized that and said, Oh, it's all about me. I'm, I'm never going to make this work. You know, I suck at marketing or whatever. You know, everybody has their own list of things that come up. And I might feel that for a moment, but then I notice because I'm very self-aware of my self-talk. And then I could say, okay, that didn't work. It didn't work. It's not about me. It's about the fact that I tried something and it didn't work. So how am I going to pivot? What am I going to do differently? How will I reach a different audience? It's about what action I'll take next. And if that doesn't work, fine. Then point of fact, I went to doing an in-person event which did amazingly well. And so now I've set that as my new course of action. But we don't know if we get caught up in that mentality of beating ourselves up, that we did we did this and it didn't work. And therefore, my business is bad. My idea is bad. I'm no good. My mother was right. I, you know, I should have stayed at the old corporation. <laughs> Everybody out there has, you know, this stream of consciousness, whatever it is. But if you simply say, being an entrepreneur is a giant experiment, Try it, analyze it, try something else. It's not about me. Because if you have healthy self-esteem, it's not about you. Just about what works and what didn't. I put on a black and white shirt with a red shirt today and some favorite jewelry. That's just a fact. Now, if you don't like it and you're secretly thinking, oh, my God, how could she be wearing that? And I'm secretly thinking, oh, my God, she's judging me for how, you know, how I'm looking. That's all just the brouhaha we create in our heads, right? Right. As opposed to the fact. I picked this. I felt good in it. I like it myself. Yada, yada. It's just a fact. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Facts versus those stories. Don't take it personally. If you stop taking things personally in your business, you're going to have such an amazing competitive edge through this recession. Because I guarantee you, anybody not thinking about that kind of thing, not working on their mindset, they're the people who are going to fall out of the entrepreneurial stream and success path during the next few years. But if you're paying attention to that, my friend, you will be one of the people who succeed. Beautiful. Right. can not say it any better. It, and, and it's like we used to play with a little soccer ball, a keep it up, right? So you have this, mm-hmm. and it's all about do everything you can to just keep it up. But when you take it personal, that's, that's, that got me, <laughs> you know, you know, my marketing didn't work. Well, that is not me. And really, why am I doing this? It's not about me. You know, it is, of course, have a business, but to help people and, yes. and right. So you hit it right on the nose there too. Well, I'm, I'm excited, excited that we've connected and we're having this conversation and we get to broadcast it to a lot of people that hopefully will will keep it up right through the recession and and change their mindset how about that yeah and and you can if you're listening you can feel free to reach out to me let's have a strategy talk let's very quickly pinpoint some of the things that are blocking you from your success 
So looking forward to it. Sounds good. All right. And again, I want to just thank you so much for being here and sharing all your jewels of wisdom with everybody. and, And hopefully they'll reach out and stay connected and keep it up. All right. Thanks so much, Chris. It's a wonderful podcast and much needed. I appreciate what you're doing. Thank you so much. There's so much to learn about healthy money. I hope today's discussion brings you one step closer to securing and protecting your future. So you can get started on the right foot, go to meetwithchrismiller.com and schedule your free financial fitness strategy session. Thank you for listening and please subscribe to Money 911 so you don't miss our next episode, which includes health, wealth, and peace of mind. Love, bird.